Good day, everyone. James Hicks here from Hicks New Media. Welcome to another episode of Perspectives and Focus, where we talk about the people, the industries, and the technology that are making positive strides within society today. Today, my guest is Mr. Chris Williams. Chris is, listen, he's an entrepreneur. He's a, a content creator, world traveler. He's got more stamps in his passport probably than I do. Uh, I look at him as a visionary thinker as well, right? Today, we're going we're gonna to take some time and we're going to talk about turning plans into goals, talk about making the thoughts and the desires of having a side hustle from a side hustle, maybe into your main hustle. Going to talk a little bit about the work that is required to get the results that you want from life, that being professionally and that being personally. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Williams is in the building. How you doing, brother? Man, James, this has been a long time coming, brother. Come on, and, brother. And I, I almost want to apologize that it took us so long to make this happen. That, look, it, it's been a whole year since we got, got, it, got it together, but look. You know, all good true. things come to those who wait and we waited for a minute, but now the time, now was the time. Now yeah. is the time. So brother, I appreciate you for joining. Listen, I gave a little, little high level pitch, but I, I want you to talk to my audience, talk to the folks, tell them who you are. I, I don't think that I always think that people can tell their own origin story better than someone else. So I would love to just, if you could tell people out there in these streets who Chris Williams is. For sure. Uh, I'm a father. I'm a husband. Then my wife, Dr. Tamara Williams. We have two boys in high school, man. I, my son just turned 18 on Sunday. Mm, wow. Mm, to mm. stay out loud. He's about to graduate high school. Um, but I had two boys, Joshua and Josiah. And uh, man, I'm, you know, I created and, and founded and the president of the World According to Chris, which is my platform uh, where I help successfully discontent corporate professionals build and scale their side businesses faster. Uh, I've been executive training and coaching for way more than a decade or two uh, at this point. And man, I'm just uh, passionate about seeing people's lights go off, man, and really see them actually make positive moves. A lot of people see me always use the hashtag massive action because that's the only thing mm -hmm. I believe in. Mm -hmm. um, I can't, you know, words are great, but you got to put some action in life. And honestly, that action is typically what that dash is between the time you get here and the time that you die. Wow. And so I'm just trying to make sure people really maximize the time that we hear, man, because life is short and nobody knows what the last day is. And I think too many of us are just wasting it. So I, you know, I'm real big about leadership. I have a coaching program, um, you know, and I'm just expanding. I'm learning a lot. I'm, I'm not the smartest tool in the shed, but <laughs> I, I'm always getting sharper. Right. So um, people like yourself and other people that I collaborate with and I have certain people that I'm learning from that I have, I have coaches. I have like three different coaches right now in three different spheres of influence, just so that um, I'm doing what's right. Cause I want to, when I hit, I want to make sure I hit correctly. I don't want to wow. just, you know, just do stuff just cause, Oh, it's the hot thing to do. Nah, right. I want to make sure that when I'm doing something, it's worth the impact. So uh, okay. I got two boys following behind me now and it's, it's, it's important that I'm doing legacy while I'm alive and they ain't got to wait until I'm in a pine box to find out who I am. So come on, man, man, now you, you, you go on to, to that level and I, and I love it. That, they, these are the awkward conversations that, that we don't have that I like to have. And I appreciate mm -hmm. you for getting down to that level. I'm going to say what's happening to, so I got senior in the building. So I got to say what's going on. Seniors watching to make sure that, that I stay out of trouble. So I, <laughs> I, I, I see you daddy. I appreciate you for joining me out there in these streets. Uh, let, let me ask you something though, man. Cause again, Look, looking at your history from a professional perspective, you 
we're, we're doing a lot of corporate training al already, right? You, you were helping people with those professional goals, those aspirations, understanding how to climb the ladder and things like that. Where, where does that drive come from? You know, why, why are you still doing it so hard every single day? Why are you still hustling so hard now as you do it for yourself? And what made you kind of make that leap from the corporate world to the world according to Chris and, and just doing it on your own as opposed to staying within the corporate environment in the corporate setting? Yeah, I think it was uh, two things. There was a time I was out. I'll never forget this. I'm in Jacksonville, Florida. This is probably like, oh, oh, nine. Mm -hmm. After the crash, I'm out doing a training in Jacksonville, Florida at this particular spot. And there's like 60 people coming to uh, they're supposed to come to this training. Now I'm doing like this, you know, at the, you know, today I look back on it. It's really just blanket training. You just they give you a book and you got to do about a book. Right? right. And I remember walking in and I'm doing this training. Never forget the moment I walk in. A few minutes into the training, you know, I get started and I just know I happen to notice. Right. I'm, I'm the youngest of six boys, no girls. OK. So I'm my foundation is observation. Mm, mm. And I remember just looking at the room and I'm like, something's not right. I don't know what it is, but clearly, like, I could tell there was a detachment, right, from okay. what I'm sharing versus what what's in the room. Right. So we took like our first break. And I would just ask somebody in the room. I was just like, hey, what's you know, just seems like, you know, are you here? What's is there anything going on? And they were like, well. Many of us don't know if we're going to be laid off after wow. this meeting. Wow. And I was like, so so in my brain, it was like, hold on. I'm up here trying to deliver <laughs> some content to a bunch of people who are sitting here scared. Yeah. They, or they, they just don't know. They were know, told right? they, they have to they go to know. this training. They told they got to go to this training, but they don't know 20 minutes right. later if they're going to get that manila envelope saying this is your last day. They don't know. Wow. Right? Okay. So- so it, it stuck with me like that moment just stuck with me. I finished. Now I'm there for four days. Mm. Mind you, the third day I'm there, the way they were doing it back then, when you came in the morning of layoffs, uh, if you just walk, when you got off the elevator, there's a person standing there. Um, your name, please go to this room. Ooh, your name, please yeah. go to that room. Yeah. You don't know which room it is. Mm -hmm. And I've been, I've been laid off twice. Yeah. Right. So I know that I knew what that felt like. So the last day, there's like half of the people that went there to start it on Monday. Man. Mm. So I, I fly, I, I, I get back home and I remember like just having this like, well, what was the point of me doing that? <laughs> like, what, yeah. what was the point of going to doing this training if, if we just, you know, if that's what we're doing? Well, I talked to my manager and she said, you know, Chris, are you like interested in like, the person or like, you know, just like, what else are you interested in? And I'm like, I don't know. She said, so we just kept talking and she goes, oh, you're interested in organizational psychology. Mm. And I was like, the heck is that? Right. What are you talking about? Yeah, that, that wasn't known like, oh, no, you're actually school. more interested. That's right. She's <laughs> like, you're more interested in the person than the, and I'm like, okay, so I go look it up. And that, like, I, I know the words, but I didn't know that like, it's a thing right. basically, right? right. You can, you know something, but don't comprehend it. Right. Like you, you know, so I remember, um, I go look it up. I start finding all this information and I'm like, yo, this is fascinating. Like, oh, so there is, 
There's a such thing as, you know, neuroscience. There's a real such thing as human behavior that is impacting the way we show up at work. There's there's like all these layers, right? So I'm just, I start diving down the doggone Alice Wonderland <laughs> rabbit hole, right? Like I'm, <laughs> I'm in and I realize, yeah, I actually like trying to figure out what makes people tick. So about, a, about two months later, I go back. I have to do the same training every week. I'm like flying oh, back and forth all the time. Mm. So I go back and do this training. But this time I was in, I think I was in Minneapolis. I first asked a question to the room. And I would just ask questions about how people are. I would send emails ahead of the training. Just to like figure out like, who am I getting ready to go talk to? Right. Mm -hmm. Where are they at? What's, what's, the, what's the dynamics of the room? I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Bruh. I started doing that and it was like, and my team, and then so eventually it was like, uh, yeah, we don't do that. Your job is just to go in and train. <laughs> we we and just I'm hear like, checking boxes. Hey bro. That's all I was doing at the time. Wow. Honestly. That's all I was doing. So fast forward, end up learning a lot about it. And I realized that's something I was really interested in, but I didn't have an outlet to like explore this stuff until I started doing uh, speaking opportunities. Right. Okay. Might ask me to come speak here, come do this. And then it was like, Oh, you mean to tell me I can like, we can really like get into this stuff and then I'd go learn from this person. And, and then eventually it just turned into like, I'm curious by nature. Right. Mm. I always wanted to know like, why, why, why would somebody come to work and be disengaged? Right. Why is it that there could be a manager who literally found out that this mama lost her baby in the fifth month? She knew that. That's why she was on leave. But mm. as soon as the mama comes back, you just automatically pushing them back into what they were doing. No care or concern for the person. How do you become that person? Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I'm that guy. I'm, okay. <laughs> I'm that guy asking questions. Right. You, you're looking out for both sides of the coin for the most part. You're both trying to figure sides. out why the, why the business is doing that and then why, how and you can fix and, and help the individual on the other side. Okay. I hear you. Man, 100%. Okay. And eventually it just was like, well, I like exploring these things and I didn't have a platform. So then I built my podcast. Wow. And it wasn't called, called the world according to Chris at that time. It was called High Level Wisdom. Because I was on a I was on a mission to find wisdom, and so at the time it was called high level wisdom, and I went on a run. I ran. I went and interviewed forty two CEOs around the country. Okay. And I was interested in one thing, because part of the behavioral science led me to just understand the dynamics of organizations. And at that time, when I was doing that run, I got real interested in what the heck is going on with the baby boomer CEO mm. who's about to transition. Mm -hmm all of these millennials are starting to surge through past that middle layer. They come, they starting to come in. They, they come yeah. into management. They come in executive. Coming in hard like, too, right? Coming in hard. And that dynamic is like, it was real, yeah. right? So I was just interested. So I would call up like any CEO that would come talk to me. Like, I, man, I've talked to a guy owns a March confectionery. Shout out to, to Brad. Um, lives in California, fourth generation chocolatier. Mm. Sat down on my show. I've talked to people on art studios that's been around for decades. I've talked to marketing and CEO. I, I ran the gambit and I was just learning. Like, I'm just curious. Like, I'm just curious. And then eventually I just made the switch to, I was like, what's the broader context of what I'm after? It's just the world according to Chris. There's a way I think <laughs> and there's stuff that I'm, I'm curious about. And it's not just one thing sometimes. Sometimes it's, it's different stuff. And I got into the leadership space and coaching because I realized there was a gap between why we now I realized there was a gap between why you want something but you stay wanting it all your life and the person that actually goes and does it 
Oh my goodness. Say that one more time. My goodness. Say that one more time. There's a, there's a gap. Like some of us are literally walking around frustrated yeah. all of our lives because we want something. But you've never done the first step <laughs> to go get it. Wake, wake up mad and, 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 and mad at Chris because he got he got them new new shoes. OK, come on now. Mad at the world, mad at everybody who's achieving. And this is the question I've been asking lately. I talked about it on my podcast recently. Why is it that on the highway of achievement of life, your dreams are the parked car on the side instead of a blur like it's supposed to be? Ooh, we <laughs> come on with it, folks. We, we preach it tonight. Now, go ahead. But I, I like that. I really like that. That's that's a call to action right there for for everyone who's sitting in the sofa right now. OK, OK. So let me ask you this. And, and, and I hate to interrupt because it's, it's a great story so far. But here's an interesting segue. You haven't said anything thus far about your story, your origin story that related to a financial goal. Right. You, you haven't necessarily said that I did what I did because I felt, thought, wanted, hoped I could make X number of more dollars. Right. You, you from what I'm learning, again, third person looking in, I'm, I'm the guy sitting in the back of the room. But you, you did this because you felt this in your in your in your core that this is who you were. This were these were the stories you wanted to hear. These are the stories you wanted to tell. This was the information that you wanted to disseminate. Stop me if I'm wrong, but again, th this was just something more important to you as a, as a person, as Chris Williams, as opposed to Chris Williams, the one with the debit and credit sheet, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're half right, and and the reason why you're half right is because you're 100 percent right about that half. Okay, I mm. just, I'm curious. What I learned was that I'm also monetizable. That's what I learned. Talk about that right there. We look. I'm, I'm not even looking at my notes now. I, I I've got a full line of topics and run of show here. We we going we going into a whole another world. Monetizable. I, so so. I, there's two people I will say to help me understand this. My wife is one of the dopest people I've ever met. Shout out that to the missus beyond belief. Like yeah. I'm not, I am not the guy today that I, I was when I met her. And it's a lot because one, my wife has been an entrepreneur for more than 17 years. When I met my wife, um, I was intimidated because one, nothing I had was fairly comparison to her life. Her life. <laughs> she was good without me. She didn't need Chris. That ain't second form. Don't look, bro. Her life good. She can travel the world. She don't. Yeah. My money was not enough, right? Like, yeah. So I had a nice, swift kick of a high heel boot to my ego because right. I couldn't impress her. That wasn't my thing, right? I wasn't gonna be able to impress her. But I learned so much about the way she operated. My wife has an iron stomach when it comes to taking risks. She can see stuff that, because she's been an entrepreneur for so long, she just. She was operating as a single mama for 10 years by herself. Wow. What she couldn't do that I did because I asked a lot of questions was understand like, like, honey, slow down. It's like, why do you do it that way? What mm -hmm. makes you like, why would you make that decision right there? Like you got all this chaos on. How is it you able to stay like emotionally stable? Like I'm that dude, like I'm just asking questions. And what I realized was my wife, it wasn't necessarily she was a unicorn, but there's there's many people like her, but they don't understand just how different that is 
from the person who works corporate, right? Got like, you. Yeah. No. Okay. Got you know you. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 comfortable because I collected two week paycheck, right? I'm comfortable because I got somebody telling me what to do. I'm I don't have to go out there and make it happen every day. Wow. Wow. So you know what I mean? That's that's a different mindset as well. And I I I, I asked this question and shouts out to everyone in the comments. I'm gonna put these up there. Kevin Cox, you got a great, great comment there. I'm gonna put that up in a second. But do you think that that mindset is innate or is that something that you can learn? Right. Is that something that you could have learned in school to understand that rationale? Or is that just something that's that's just how Chris Williams is born? School can't teach you adversity. It does not teach you financial literacy. It does not teach you some of the big intangibles that entrepreneurship will. It'll never teach you that. And they By try the way, to. They're trying to. They, they're trying to, mm -hmm. but it's theory. Okay, there you go. Then again, I'm, I'm, right. I'm being devil's advocate. I'm just, I'm just coming yeah. up here trying to be the doubting Thomas just to get the dialogue. No, no, but no. That, that, that's a great quote. They are. Yeah. There's, there's business schools talking business, but unless they are literally giving you the opportunity to go out here and actually run a, a real business, it's mm. hard for you to learn some of those intangibles. Right? I'll give you a perfect example. My wife used to get so mad at me about two years ago. She, she like angry. I'm talking about because I couldn't do this one thing that entrepreneurs do every day. She was like, Chris, you take too doggone long to make a decision. Mm. Overanalyze. You got to, you taking too long. She like, mm. babe, when I, when I bring you something or when I bring a deal to you, or we got, it's time to move. She like, now nah, I done already <laughs> figured it out. You the one. <laughs> You taking too long. And I was like, okay, well, I ain't trying to frustrate her, but what is she talking about? And she said, this is the key to me that turned the light on for me. She said, Chris, what is your success criteria to get to a yes? Mm. And I was like, oh, snap. I ain't never had one. Like, what are the three top questions that as long as you say yes to them three, it's a go. It's a go. Okay. Mm -hmm. Here's the problem. In corporate America, what are, what are we taught? Make sure all your eyes are dotted and T's are crossed. <laughs> yeah. My wife will be at the top of Mount Kilimanjaro, jump off and figure out how to make a plane on the way down. Come on with it now, uh, man. Go ahead, Mrs. <laughs> but see, that's that, my that's wife. A... Like she don't need, like you know what I mean. Like it, it matches her criteria. It sounds yeah. like a good deal. She out. Here's the other thing my wife also knows. This is something that again, school can't teach you this. Yeah. Entrepreneurs have a default rebound inside of them. Even mm. if they slap at rock bottom, they could fall flat on their face. I guarantee you this. If they are real entrepreneur, they'll be back. How do I know? Go listen to all the stories of these people who are being successful. That's right. How many times they done failed, lost millions. Yeah. They're not successful until they fail and they're successful because they failed a lot, 90 plus percent of them. But I, I also think that Mr. Cox here is right, right? Not everyone is built for this, right? Because mm -mm. that that risk averseness, even like investing in stocks, invest, investing in, in cryptocurrency, we've been, we've been on shows talking about that. I mean, that that's just not something that everyone is is built for. Not, not everyone has the, 
comfort level, has the ability, has a desire to want to go out and, and, and chart their own path. And there's nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. right? There's nothing wrong with that. We, we, we got to have the one, two, three percent of folks who want to go out there and do like my old boss did and put a dent in the universe. That's an old mm-hmm. Steve Jobs quote, right? So yeah, your, your wife being one of those people who, again, will jump off of the mountain and figure out how to, how to land safely on the way down. There mm-hmm. still needs to be the person who says, you know what, before I jump, I'm going to make sure there's a mattress down there, make sure I got four parachutes 100%. on, th- those kinds of things. And and that's how we have some yin and yang and some equilibrium in the planet. But keep on going, man. That, that's that's real. That's real world. I love that. Keep going. Yeah. And, and, and she, you know, so I was learning while I'm watching her, like, run her engine, mm-hmm. even small things like I re- like because I couldn't impress her. It was like, well, how do I? how do I get in her world? And I realized, so this is, this ain't a relationship conversation, but <laughs> y'all have a way of love languages. You probably should go read that to understand your spouse because for my wife, she's an acts of service person. So you're not going to get my wife's attention if you can't do like the simple things to serve what, what moves her needle. You know how I got my wife's attention? One day, I happened to literally call her and I asked always the dumb question. I had to learn how to stop asking her a dumb question. She on through. I'm always asking, Hey, what are you doing right now? She's, are you busy? Oh, I got busy. something going on. The time. Don't ask me that dumb question. Right. Always busy. Wife, right? But I said, Hey, I know you got stuff going on. She's like, well, I got to go do this. I got to go pick up the kids. They got soccer. I got to take them from soccer. I got to get them home. I got, I said, I tell you what, how about I go get them. Would that save you time? And I'll get them to the house and you can get everything else done. Light bulb went off on my wife. Wow. See, I learned to serve real early in life before mm-hmm. I met my wife. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I could combine serving with, with what I do in coaching. And I can actually sit in that space for, for some people who need a guide, right? Go, go look at any, any Star Wars movie. Okay. Yoda ain't doing what Skywalker doing and Obi-Wan doing. <laughs> Make it plain, brother. Go ahead and make it plain. <laughs> Yoda is a great God. And guess what? He don't say a whole lot. But if he opens his mouth, you probably should listen. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's what, so to the point of me being monetizable, I found out from my business coach, Chris, you actually, you could, you're actually monetizable. Like you could you could really turn this into something and serve people at a very high level. Got you. Got because you. you actually give a crap about their life. Okay. Right. Like there's some people who just takers, right? And, and I listen, they stick out like a sore thumb, right? Yeah. Um, there's some people, right? You can tell that they're they're doing what they do because they care about the person actually seeing themselves win. Right? Like you do what you do because you're not. James Hicks ain't here just to be blowing smoke. James is like, look, if we can see this vision I got, and if we all move in this direction, we gonna make oh, it happen. We might change a generation. <laughs> we gonna make it happen, brother. That's it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So somebody's more likely to do business with you because they're like, dang, he actually gonna guide me through. Yeah, that's what I like to do, right? Yeah. Um. So. My coach, you know, I've spent, you know, I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on coaching. I mean, just in the last year and a half alone, my wife and I didn't spend, you know, I'm not, and I'm not trying to brag. I'm just saying I'm about learning. Right. My wife taught me, you have to invest in your education, not the education of a PhD, not the education of a, 
you know, uh, some certifications, which are fine. You should get those. Those are important. But you need, you know, I learned for Chris, I needed a business coach gotcha. in certain arenas in life. Right. And, and so we, I mean, in the last year, I've spent over $200,000 in just business coaching. And you, you've been, you've been traveling and I've been watching you. You've been going to different conferences, different seminars and things like that and learning from the best of the best. And again, that proves that you care about your craft. Right. Mm -hmm. And again, as the title of this session was, was talking about understanding and trusting the process, understanding the hustle, what it takes to really succeed. Yeah. You can talk about it, but you got to put that action behind it. And the, mm -hmm. the fact that you truly care about not just you, Right. You, you take yourself out of it. You get out of your own way. And then it's the client or it's the individual, it's the organization, it's the team that you're talking to that you actually show some empathy for. I think that's that's a sign of success right there, because, again, you, you can you can always tell if someone's just blowing smoke. If, if someone's just mm -hmm. you know here for the check, here for the Venmo, here for what the cat, whatever it may be, as opposed to right. building the networking, building the relationships and, and helping someone succeed. So kudos to you on, on that. Let, let me. um Folks, if you got any questions for Chris, definitely put them in the comments, put a cue in front of us so I can get them queued up. But uh, look, we, we, we just up here chopping it up and trying to trying to learn from this visionary thinker in terms of all the stuff that he's working on. Let, let, let me ask you about your day. Right. Because, again, following what you do on a day to day basis and again, that mindset, how you close today. Right. I, I've got kind of my methodology and my things that I do to say. At the end of the day, I'm going to do these next thing before I put my head on the pillow. I'm going to do these next three things tomorrow. Uh, I know a couple of the folks in here are Pomodoro folks. I'm one of the, the eat the frog where mm. I like to tackle the bigger thing first in the morning. So I write yeah. down those three big things that I want to tackle when I finally do get up in the morning and say, man, let me let me tackle this. What What's kind of your mindset, your mentality that you can probably uh, help people with? shutting down a day and then getting ready for the next day from a business perspective. Let's, let's talk about it from, from that side first. And, mm. and, and then let's see if we can weave that into, cause I know a lot of my artists is, is also content creators as well, but how we can weave that into content creation. Yeah. Um, man, that's a good question. I would say winding down the day for me is about somewhat of the next day, but also here's, here's the trap. I think a lot of entrepreneurs fall into we don't know how to press pause or we don't know where to press pause at in the end of the night. Right. Ooh. So is what that, I've learned to do is, is that because you're still looking at your phone when you, <laughs> is that not even that it's not even that yeah. I, I would say it's more about like going, okay. If I'm working on something, like if I'm editing a video, right. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm working on a project, if I'm working on, you know, uh, something that I'm doing or I'm studying, right. For me, I end my night studying something. Mm. Either I'm more than likely I'm reading something. Um, so I end my night studying because when I wake up in the morning, the first thing is time with my wife and my health. Those two things first. Mm -hmm. So 5.05, my alarm goes off. I'm at the gym by 5.45. I'm out of there by 6.50 takes me about 18 minutes to get home. I'm at the crib, shower. My wife and I kind of run through like, all right, what's what's going on? Because we have we have calendars that other people can see into because we're always like moving stuff around. So people mm. know like if they can get us, if they can't, because our calendar is really live. <laughs> so um, she and I will kind of talk after we get back from the gym and like, all right, what you got? What's this going on? Do you need help here? Mm. And they're like, it's like, 
one, two, three, break. Like we, because <laughs> <laughs> our meeting spot is in the kitchen. So it's like, all right, what we got going on? Where you, know you at? Like, all right, well, I got to go do this. Or, you know, and with our boys, it's like, you know, like one of my oldest right now, he's a lot of college trips. So my wife mm-hmm. spent the last two weeks flying all over with him, going to different places. My youngest got prom this weekend. So I'm look, I'm in the same boat as you with all that. Yep. Yeah. So it's like, you know, but, but we, we talk those things out. My wife and I do more planning probably than I've ever done in my entire life. Okay. Just because we have to, like, if it ain't on our calendar, it does not exist. Wow. I'm saying no to more stuff that I get asked just to do on the fly Mm -hmm. because it don't fit in my calendar. And, be, and it's not so flipping to be like, oh, you must be somebody. No, I'm just a man who's choosing to be organized. That's and what really I was going to say. With his time. It's probably not that's as it. it's not relevant to the goal of your household, right? If if there's yeah. no if there's not if there's not an intrinsic value, right? We we've got to learn to start saying no to some things, right? We we want to be that person that that wants to be the caring, wants to be the giving, wants to be the shoulder to lean on all the time. But you can't mm-hmm. because you got to take care of yourself. You got to take care of your sphere of influence. I got I can only take care of forty two, thirty three women, right? The four right. folks that sit in here and then the extended family. But knowing when to say no, I, I like that, man. So I apologize for inter- interrupting, but that I wanted to get that no. out there too. Yeah. It's and like real talk. So audience to y'all that don't know, the last time I actually had a conversation with James was probably a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Before that was probably months before that. <laughs> Not that we don't like each other. We just busy. Like we, we, just... we honestly have like lies, like stuff is really going on. So I, I catch James just like he catch me. I look up and I'm like, oh, he over. Oh, cool. I okay, hit him on a WhatsApp or something like, real quick. Weekend, weekend. Yeah. I was all on your stuff. I'm like, yo, he met. Yo, that's what's up. Like, but it's, I think one of the, I think here's the difference. An entrepreneur understands this. I learned this cold situation from a, from a, a coach of mine. Blew my, it took me about two months to figure out what he meant. And he said, Chris, I don't have friends. Mm. And I was like, what are you talking about? How you ain't got no friends? Like you hang around people all the time. He's like, no. He said, I don't have friends. He said, I have business partners. And if we just so happen to become friends as we do business, okay. And I said, Wow, that's pretty profound right there. I said, I got it. Yeah. Right? Like we do, we can do business. Cool. We doing business, we making money, whatever. That don't mean we hanging out and barbecuing every Sunday night. That ain't happening. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I look (laughs) at Over time, right, we might just because of the nature of the close proximity, right, we might learn something about each other, find out about some interest or whatever. But but you, this is one thing that I found out that a lot of people don't like to talk about, but it's true. There's a lot of wealthy people that do business with people that they don't really even like. <laughs> Meaning not in a bad way. It just means that there's a place that you and I like separate, right? Yeah, like whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> But because you're smart in your deal and I'm smart on my deal and us coming together made this, it's all good. Wow. It's all good. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? I, re- I really nothing think wrong with that at all. You just, you just wonder if the softer shelled or the, you know, the, the thinner skinned person would find resistance in that or, or, or find fault in that and, and not be able to see the, the true meaning behind it. Right. We, we're, we're trying to, progress forward trying to get one percent better each month and if you just want to 
be mushy and be, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to downplay it again as well, but you know, we, we got to keep it moving. Right. <laughs> do so you we, know every business wealthy person I know, do you know when they enter into a business partnership, they've already saw the exit. Wow. Okay. They're not even dude. Mm. like, honestly, it's not about not working with that person. Think about, think about what you see when you see, um, partnerships and, and people getting together. It ain't cause they like each other. They have a mutual interest that'll increase margins. Let's just be, come on, man. No, it's true. Right. No, make it plain. And when that happens and we've met that number or more, we're exiting. We shake hands. I'm off to the next thing. That's what business people do. I've watched my wife literally go from this person in Morocco to this person in LA to this person and talk to them and they get the business done. And when it's over, they shake hands. She altered to somebody else. She don't <laughs> talk to them for a whole two years until she see them at some event. It's all good. Just keep it moving. Like, but that's, that's hard for some people. And I'm not, listen, I'm a hard person too. I want my yeah. heart on my sleeve. But I understand, again, that's something but school school won't teach you that. Mm -hmm. School won't teach you to start making decisions quicker in that sense, right? Like, I'm not interested in whether or not you and I agree on uh, uh, cold potato salad or hot potato salad. I'm, I'm like, doesn't mean anything to me, yeah. right? Unless you're doing something egregious personally that, oh, by the way, this is, this is the killer. This is how wealthy people look at it. Yeah. Unless what you're doing in your personal life is going to kill our brand. Oh, there we go. Think about that. Yeah. Right. How many times have you seen that happen in real life? Right. It didn't matter that the, the, the deal was going good or bad. I, I mean, yeah, the deal's going great until that until person goes and drives 60, mile, 60 miles an hour in a 25 and kills somebody. Yeah. Then, then there's a problem. We, we, we got, we got to, you know, we got to separate and partnership split. this. So folks listen to this, right? I hope for you, hopefully you got your pen and pad and hope you're taking some notes because this, as Chris is saying, you're not going to get this piece of it in, in school. You're going to get the theory. You're going to get the behind the scenes. You're going to get the whiteboard presentations, but you know, he, he's living that life, living that world. And as, as Kevin was saying, entrepreneurship may not be for everyone. Solopreneurship may not be for everyone. Stepping out from that corporate world, again, nothing wrong with, with working that it's not even nine to five anymore, whatever it is, eight to six that, that, that people right. do. But, <laughs> but doing what it is that we trying to do. And I say, and I always say trying because I, it's, it's like when I ask, someone's asked me to give them a survey and give them a rate on my scale of one to 10. No one's going to get a 10. I'm going to give them a nine, right? Because there's always room yeah. for improvement, right? We're, we're always pushing forward. So doing what it is that we are trying to do takes that gumption, takes that forward, uh, just that forward low thinking and just out of the box, you know, all of those adjectives that not everyone is built for this hustle is built for this, this, this rejection. <laughs> built built for jumping off of that mountain and not knowing how you're going to land. You know, you're going to land, but you just got to figure it out as you get there. And that's, that's, mm -hmm. that's uncomfortable for, for a majority of society to get into. So I'm glad we're having this conversation about kind of the reality of what it takes. Cause a lot of us see it, you know, we see folks doing it, driving the cars, dri living in the houses, buying everybody, buying the bars out and everything, or, you know, got the CEO titles, but the, the work behind getting to that point 
is is something that's rarely talked about. Even if you go to to a class and have a CEO come in, they're going to give you the thirty five thousand foot level presentation conversation. They're not going to give you. Listen, I fell and tripped and lost everything twice before I made my first. They're not first. even going to tell you that while they're giving you that presentation, their CFO is leaving them a message Ooh. going, hey, we almost bankrupt. And there's a lawyer calling saying, hey, uh, if we don't make this payment, we're going to end up in court. And another per right. Listen, CEOs be standing in the middle of that fire mm. and mm. remain calm. That's the. That, and that's the thing I've had to learn from my wife. Like, I'm, dude, my wife could be like, I could, there was times I'd be like, so babe, what's going on with the business? And she starts listing all of the nonsense that's going on in the moment. And I'm going, girl, how you keep <laughs> hair on your head? And she's like, it's just Tuesday. Wow. <laughs> like, she's like, okay, well, you know, I can't, I can't get rattled. And what I realized was there's a common thread of a lot of, determined entrepreneurs that doesn't mean that's gonna make them successful but some of the good determined ones they do north all day mm. like they're not you're not gonna it's not gonna rattle them either way you can't get them off their perch because something's going wrong and this was this is something i, I was coaching uh uh some folks on recently the kicker is you started a business to solve a problem Right. So if you're not comfortable with problems all day, <laughs> something wrong here. You you in the wrong field. You might want to. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that's your job. If you said you provide a product or a service, then you've clearly identified a problem in the market, and you're trying to solve it for said people. But guess what happens when you solve it for people? Another problem pops up. I was going to say, you're not done. I was going to say, you're not done. <laughs> All right. So That's now, light, bro. So, so, so now let's, let's bring this back. So again, we talked about it at that macro level, specifically entrepreneurs, specifically solopreneurs. Again, I wanted to bring it back to, cause we're both in the content creation ecosystem and we're both pushing out a ton of content and we're both pushing out. And I'm going to talk to talk to you. I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going to be humble either, right? We're both pushing out quality content, right? And and the fact that you got to do that in order to. I'm not going to even say to stay relevant, but I'm going to say to stay in front of your community because you're you're providing the content for your community. And we're not doing. If if anyone tells you they're doing this for themselves from a content creation perspective, they're in it for the wrong reason again as well, right? And they're doing it wrong. But we're, we're providing the right content for our community. But how, how do you stay motivated to do those IG reels, to do those Facebook lives, to shoot the podcast, to, you know, do the YouTube uh, live streams and things of that nature? When when you know that it all has to be done, but when, when do you fit that into that schedule of, again, we're, we're using all 24 hours of the day and you got all these other things that are going on? Right? How, how do you how do you disseminate what goes out to where? And what goes out when and and why? If that if That's that makes a good sense. Question. Um, I look at it like this: If we got in the car right now with a full tank of expensive gas, and hold, hold on, but and, don't, uh, don't do that. Don't do that because both of us, <laughs> both of us are all EV. Don't 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 put that out there in the streets. You, well, you know. well, we <laughs> I, we still have EV in this house. I bought my, my we were gonna get um, the EQS. Yeah. I, well, I, let me say selfishly, Chris wanted the EQS. Is that right? Uh, I tested. Yeah, okay. my wife. 
I got my wife the new um uh uh AMG from Mercedes. So she okay. got she got the new SUV joint. Oh um, my goodness. So we have, we have. Man. But I okay. think I got my Tesla, so I'm good. I, right? I'm about to say, look, I didn't got my second one. So I, look, I'm I'm all EV up in these streets. Yes, but here I go. Yes, sir. So, so anyway, we <laughs> Let me put you back on. Um <laughs> but but if we got on the highway and never put in a destination, we're we're driving aimlessly. So the question I think everybody has to ask themselves is, first of all, where the heck am I going? Like, really? Like, what's the, why would you put out content? Like, I'm saying start at the basic questions. Like, don't, it's not deep. Like, honestly, why would you, for whatever your business, your product or service is, why are you putting out content? What's the purpose? Is it, is it just to market? Is it just to, like, what is it? What's your reason? If you can answer that question, then you can ask the next question. Well, what platform or platforms serve my end game the best? Hmm. Okay. Because okay. not all platforms serve your end game the best. True. I'm not saying you can't be on all, but if you are solo, <laughs> you better figure out where you're going to spend your time because yep. you can't do it all. Okay. The next thing you got to do is then go, okay, what does my method look like? What is my madness for my content, right? So I'll give you a perfect example of mine. A couple of years ago, when we did the 30-day, I did the 30-day uh, post, 30-day YouTube uh, challenge for every day I did a video. I okay. dropped a video for 30 days straight, right? Okay. This is what I learned doing that. YouTube is going to be my movie. But before somebody pays a ticket to go see a movie, what do they normally see first? Trailers, commercials, advertisers. Right. So Instagram and Facebook are my movie trailers. <laughs> go ahead, brother. Come on now. See? Yeah. That's my movie trailer. Now, I'm starting to leverage TikTok, but I ain't done nothing on TikTok. What I'm doing is, here's what I know. When I post, um, when I make my video, that video can be broken four different ways and repurposed about nowadays 21 different times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when I do an interview or when I do one of my videos, I know I can pull out a quick 15 second here, drop it in a reel, drop it on TikTok, a three minute, drop it here, drop it there, right? Drop the full. I can do a tease, right? Like, because I've done it once. Now all I'm doing is just splitting it between my trailers, TikTok, right. um, uh, uh, Instagram, and Facebook. They're right. just my trailers. I use LinkedIn because I'm talking to successfully discontent corporate professionals. Right. They're unfulfilled people working a job. Hmm. Some of them are unfulfilled at a high level. They finally reach that rung and they're like lonely. This ain't it. <laughs> they, sit, they, 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 they sitting in that corner office by themselves. My goodness. Okay. Ch hold on. I, Ch chime in, Cher Jones. I, if you still here, because you, I know you deal with a lot of folks on LinkedIn. Talk to us about, is that how folks are in, in them corner offices? Go ahead, brother. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yo, it's, it's for real. Like there are some people who've gotten, or, or here's the ones that I'm finding even more. 
they're at a point in their career where they could go to the next level, but guess what they figured out? I don't want that. Mm. Now they frustrated. Because mm. they're like, I could go get it, but I know what it's going to cost me and I don't want to have to pay that price. Don't want that smoke. Yeah. And it's not, it's not a bad thing. What they're, here's what they're warring with. The quality of what I really want out of life ain't found in working 15, 16 hours a day behind a desk. I love that. Or for I love that. Yeah. And I want more. That's where I found my niche to help successful corporate professionals build side businesses. Because the one thing that a corporate professional cannot get out of the best training they can get out of their job is what building a side business will teach you. And I show people how to build that side business. And they start showing up and 10X and what they doing at their job. Hopefully folks, y'all got the aha moment. So I just took Chris on a trip and I bet folks are wondering why I asked you to go down that path. But here he is again. I wanted to bring it back to that exact point. We started out talking about the drive, the hustle, the why we are solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, business minded folks. We're also within the same environment from a content creation perspective and the synergy that's what you just broke out was the synergy that it takes to do both sides of this coin, right? To Mm -hmm. be in the content creation side, to be an entrepreneur, it takes that drive. It takes that hustle. It takes someone supporting you like a coach. It takes someone who has been there falling down once or twice to be able to say, Chris, Kevin, don't do this, you know, go to go this route because this may be more advantageous. There, there was method behind my madness. So I'm glad that it, it kind of came fruition full circle there. So I'm, I'm tapping myself on the shoulder because it, it didn't go sideways. Hey, <laughs> That's what this is your world. <laughs> the world according to change. Watch out now. Go ahead, brother. Hey, go. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, w- I wanted to ask about time. So a day in the life, right? And then we touched on a couple of things. I want to talk about a day-to-day management of time. We talked about that. A day-to-day management of mind, body, and relationships. Now, because mm. you talked all, you touched on on the health thing and you touched on on the fitness and the training thing. I, I, I know the backstory on that and you don't have to go into the whole thing if you don't want to. But again, I think that's relevant. I think that's important that we take care of all of those aspects, right? Time, mind, body and the relationship you already talked on on the relationships piece but you, you gotta be conscious i think and again look i've got one finger pointing at you three f- fingers pointing back at me as well to to, to know look man I, I gotta take care take care of home as well but yeah again how do you go about not taking the time but making the for make the time and take the time let me let me let me do that take the time and make the time for those four aspects which are critical Right. And on a day to day basis. And you, and you can't you can't slip on. Them, right. Because the, and I've got that book. My wife made me read the book. She made me take a test. We, we, we took the love languages test. So, look, I, 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 I got a, I got a high B. You know, I'm a good high B student. So, I, OK. I, I'm, <laughs> call, cost me okay. a cost me a Louis Vuitton bag. But that's we're we not going to get into that, though. Yeah. We, All right. So, so yeah, let, so let me ask about it. again, day-to-day management, you know, time, mind, body, and relationships. Talk, talk about again, yeah. the fact that it, it's why it's important to get up at five or five in the morning, brother. Um, so full, full confession. I am a night owl. <laughs> I had to learn this. I had to learn that Chris 
likes to stay up at night because his brain starts working and I can create all kinds of stuff at night. The problem is I am not being diligent with the time that I have early in the morning. I heard, I heard this quote one time, uh, shout out to uh, Jalen Rose, former NBA basketball player. Um, he said something one time that blew my mind. He said he learned very quickly that that when you first start out and you're working your job, everybody teaches you get that nine to five, bro. You need to work that nine to five and you're going to get somewhat. Hmm. He said entrepreneurs who are successful work five to nine. <laughs> Come on now. He said they get more done early in the morning before the world gets rocking than most people ever. Right. And I kept hearing it, kept hearing it. Now, my wife, that girl will write a book at 430 in the morning. She'd be a wide open. I'm like, please leave me alone. Like, <laughs> Stop making all that noise. <laughs> yeah. She man, she can roll. Right. Um, I am in the space where I'm maximizing my entire day because I, right now I'm I'm in. It's, it's that time. A se- it's just a season. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's going to last forever. But to do the things that I'm trying to get done and built. It's just that season. I'm burning the candle at both ends. But here's the way I do it. Wellness, I define in four ways. Hmm. Physical wellness, financial wellness, uh, spiritual wellness, and environmental wellness. So what that means to me is, um, I I told a story before, um, I lost 65 pounds. I had to. I don't, and the thing I always tell people is, what I don't, I, I thank God for my trainer. That was one of my coaches. Taught me how to eat. Taught me how to think about my food. Taught yeah. me how to not eat out of survival mode because that's the way I grew up because I grew up with no food. And so mama stuffed us because we didn't know when the next time we were going to eat. And I'm a grown man still eating that way. Some of y'all might get that later on when you lead this podcast. But the point is I had to learn how to eat a different way. Right. Um, So as a, as he was, as he's still my coach, but at that time, a year and a half of busting my butt learning, it wasn't just about the physical side. It was my, my mindset behind going out to work out. It was my mindset behind the way I eat. It was my mindset around the gut health relationship between brain and body. Like I learned a whole bunch about Chris. That's all. I just mm. learned about me. Mm. So there was that. Then, so during the day, what happens is like now I'm down to, I only eat one meal a day, but I had to train myself that way. Got you. You have to train your mind and your body Because the thing that we forget, we think we're reacting. uh, We have to react to our bodies. You actually have the literal ability to transform yourself. How do we know people lose weight, gain weight? People um, do all kinds of stuff all the time. That's how you know how powerful your decisions and actions are. Because you can just decide right now. Yeah, yeah, good point. You can just decide right now. You're that powerful that you can tell your body, I don't care how you feel. We getting up and we going to walk for two miles a day. Don't care. You just go do it. Right. But anyway, the, the point is, is that um, I also did a live not too long ago. I just dropped it. You can go find it. I did a live about um, structuring your day. So I re- recently restructured my day. Okay. Content days are on Monday. Tuesdays, I'm doing a lot of uh, content. Content days are Monday and uh, meetings are on Monday. Tuesday, our uh, um, distribution. So, pot, you know, put it all out there, right? Um, on all my platforms. Wednesday is a meeting day, plus more content. 
Thursday is uh, some prep stuff. And then Friday, I'm putting together more things that I'm going to be uh, a lot of planning stuff and then more content. But I I mm. did that because I can't do it all, man. Yeah. And that's why I said in the beginning, you got to decide when do you stop at night? What time? Yeah. What, yeah. Is the, what is the thing where you say, I don't care what else I could do. I'm stopping here because the trick that we fall into is we think we're supposed to get it all done before we go to bed. I don't agree with that because the part of your health is getting sleep, too. Because that margin, of, ut- that margin of utility actually actually declines after a certain period yes. of time to where you, you're not completely thinking right. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah. You're not. Yeah. And what you produce is going to be poor and then yeah. you're going to be mad yeah. because it's not right. So, like, my home, my homeboy, I hate the, I hated the phone call. His youngest brother, 47 years old, died of a full, full heart attack. Mm. Mm. My neighbor, uh, sister, died in her sleep, mm. early 40s. And I'm not saying I don't know what all the background is. In some cases, though, y'all, we're running ourselves raggedy in the name of being busy and never being productive. God, dog. Running ourselves so again, ragged in the name of yeah. being busy, but never being productive. Do you know how many times, James, you'll talk to people and you'll be like, man, how you doing? Oh, man, I'm just busy, man. I'm. What does busy mean? Show me what you're doing. What you're doing. Yeah, like... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm moving papers. I'm moving papers. No, but you right. Might, yeah. I move this piece of paper over here. Okay, well, that's not Man. right. Like when my wife calls me and she's upstairs in her office and she calls me and she's like, hey, babe, like we always ask each other, like, are you in the middle of something? Right. Because normally we probably are. Yeah. I'm finishing up this. I'm, I got this done, right? Like we respect the fact because we like we assume yet you're always in the middle of something, right? Do you have five minutes? But we're just forcing ourselves to be more productive, right? Like that I, I care more about my productivity than just being busy, right? right? If I'm not answering my phone, there's a reason. Got you. Got you. So that's, that, that's huge. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's the way we live in our life right now. Like we're we're just we're being intentional. I'm gonna tell you, guess what, y'all? It's exhausting as all get out, bro. When I lay down. <laughs> I'm out. It's I, I exhausting. Got, I've gotten to that point too. Listen, I and I'm I'm got a few extra years on you. I'm just gonna say I got more salt in the beard than you. And hey, you I, got you got a little more seasoning, brother. I got a little. I, I'm, I'm seasoned. I've, I've been around the sun one or two more times. I I can't drink yes, this stuff as much as I used to. This is the last cup at seven o'clock yes, my sir. time right now. Right, and, and this is coffee, y'all. Don't 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 send me no hate mail. But right, <laughs> but. One thing that I like, and I'll, I'll let you keep going, but I, I like the fact that you said that you intentionally, I like the word intention, that you intentionally plan out your week as well. So I have actually recently done that as well. So Tuesday through Thursday are specifically geared towards pushing out content. And every other day is, again, meetings or administrative work or any, things of that things of that nature. But I'm um, live on camera or whatever doing this piece only Tuesday right. through Thursday. The weekends... Don't don't listen. For the most part, I'm shut down because that's that's family that's time. It. We if we gonna if we gonna head out of Dodge Friday afternoon and not come back till Sunday night. Then look, I don't want to be right. bringing laptops. I don't want to be bringing. I'm only reason I'm bringing mm-hmm. the phone is because I'm taking pictures. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So so that that's it's really good to hear someone else today. They've just 
reshuffled or reconfigured their week as well and, and made it, again, intentional in terms of how they mm-hmm. make themselves available to others. That's that's the oh, piece yeah. right there that I wanted to hear about. And and I will tell you this. Okay, look at this brother right here giving me a hard time. No, man. it's not, I do got the scotch over in the corner. It's looking at me. <laughs> But I, <laughs> hey, I, but they ain't they ain't sponsored the podcast yet, so they can't one. get in not, right not now. Not this one, you know. Jameson yeah. has not sponsored this one. I got to go get underneath <laughs> the squat whack in, in about two hours. So no, I, I can't be messing with the Jameson. Me and that squat That's whack. Right. Right. <laughs> go but ahead. Now. You know, your 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 show is apropos because it's called Perspectives and Focus. And here's the thing that most people don't realize: success is a thinking man and woman's game. You. You, you'll be hard-pressed to find a successful person who didn't think strategically and put actual brain power behind the moves that they're making, mm. the stuff that they got to do, the, the, the willingness to keep moving forward. Like it, you're, you're not going to find them because success is a thinking man and woman's game. You, it, the book is called Think and Grow Rich, not sit on the couch and grow rich, not Netflix and chill and grow rich. Like, that's not what it's called. It's called think and grow rich as a man thinketh, So is he upon this word, I will meditate day and night that you literally have to turn on your brain because for the most part, the consumer side of us has taught us to be numb to thinking. Mm. How about this? You've been driving to work the same way every day. There's times you get to work or you get home. You don't even remember to drive. You do know your brain is built to create grooves so that it falls. It falls into what is is known as like a, a pathway. They call it neural pathways. Mm-hmm. It's the lowest form of energy because now it's all on autopilot. It's muscle memory. We heard that before, right? I just do stuff because, yeah, your brain now has made a routine so good that it don't have to think anymore. That's why we don't mind uh, thumb flick. And our thumbs are the strongest thing on the planet right now because we all social media out, right? Boy. But it's because your brain doesn't have to think. When we want to watch football and, and basketball and all that other stuff, it's, it's, the, it's the lowest energy that our brain has to use. You know when you got to turn your brain on? When there's a detour on your way to work and now you got to figure out how you right. can get there. Right. Now all right. of a sudden you're like, dang, I got to... Yeah. <laughs> I got to figure out now, right? Yeah. That's but but successful people are constantly turning their brain on and they're constantly saying I got to sit here with a pen and a piece of paper and I got to write down my schedule. What is it currently? What am I going to change? Yeah. What am I not going to do? What am I not going to do? And what am I not going to do? Right? Say it so again. Say it again for the folks like me in the back of the room. Yeah. Bruh, like, um, perfect example. So I, I'm reading um, my coach, my business coach, the man over 60 years old. He he taught me one thing and it, and it hit me like a ton of bricks. He was like, Chris, I don't know how you going to become a successful business person. You don't even read, bruh. Wow. He slapped me around so quick. He was like, you ain't reading. <laughs> he taught me how to read. Now, I'm a grown man and I had to hear from another grown man how to read. You know why? So here's a book I recommend everybody. It's called Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. If you ain't never read this book before, I'm going to tell y'all right now, this book will change the way you think. I'm going to forewarn you. 
don't pick this book up if you're not willing to have some moments because it's going to challenge the way you do things like day one. All right. You so some of them awkward conversations with yourself. Huh? Okay. Yes. Oh, all day. You're going to be in okay. the corner crying, holding yourself. Like I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I, I done gone 40, 50 years and Lord Bruh, knows, and it's not too late though, folks. It's not too late. So, so, so here's the key. When he, we were having this conversation and he was just, he was just coaching me. He's like, you don't read, dude. You don't, you're not. So you can't, you can't, you can't give from an empty well. Mm. Come Chris, on now. you got to do more reading. Here's what he taught me. Normally I was the kid because of school, right? Because of school, Man. you pick up a book, you read it from front to back and you feel great because you read it. Right. Right. If you ask me two weeks later, what's in this book? Man, I don't know. <laughs> man, come on, man. Let's stop. Let's you, stop. <laughs> Let's stop. You didn't Let's internalize stop. it. Yeah, there you go. Wow. Ain't internalized nothing. Mm -hmm. What he taught me was a very key that successful people do. Successful people are reading many books because they use them as reference tools. See, they're reading for discovery of a particular thing that they're trying to figure out. Mm. They're trying to learn a principle. They're trying to put some things together. So what did I do? I'm probably right now, like I can go pull my stack over here. It's on the floor over here, but I have a full stack of books and like, I got books all right here. I got all kind of books, bro, including the word of God. Amen. Books right here. Yeah. I got two books right here. I got four books on the floor and another, bro, I'm reading like 15 books right now at one time. Now, some people will go, Chris, how do you do that? It's easy when you know where you're going. When you don't read the book for completion, but you're looking at chapters and going, I need that principle right now. I need this. Oh, this is going to help me with my the way I'm laying out some content for my people so that they can have what they need. I'm going to go do the work. If I put in the work, then what I give to other people is going to come from a different place. Thus, they will follow me. Ooh come on now. Andrew Nixon said, I'm getting smarter just because I stepped into the room and you came in at the right time because because Chris Williams is, is dropping that that that's heavy right there. That's heavy right there. Read I, I to just internalize. I to read. That's all. Like I listen, I love LeBar Burton, but he should have completed that reading rainbow. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> listen, man, we all grew up singing it. It was great. And it got us, you know, loving, you know, picking up a book. But we, yo, man, we just weren't, we weren't reading to like, why aren't we reading fatherhood books? Why aren't we reading relationship books? Yes. Why aren't we reading uh, um, uh, books that'll help you with your mindset? Why aren't we reading like stop reading the completion? Read for a reason. Yeah. So I'm so I'm I'm a, I'm gonna ask you a question about that, but I don't want to let this particular comment go through. And look, man, we we, we said we was gonna go 30, 45 minutes. I don't know what time it is now, but Kevin <laughs> Cox put out a, an amazing comment here. He says autopilot is dangerous when you are trying to grow. 100%. That right there is the quote of the day right there. Autopilot, listen, folks, it's dangerous when you're trying to grow. When you don't let the mind grow, when you don't let the mind, when, when, when you don't shake it up, when you don't do muscle confusion. Talk about it, right? Yeah. We in the gym, we training, muscle confusion. It's just that, that's exactly what it is. I'm going to tell you why it's dangerous. And I'm glad. Thank you for saying that, sir. Thank you. Because here's the reality, especially as an entrepreneur hmm. in life. There's always three other people with you in your mental car. Fear, doubt, and insecurity. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And here's what's happening. Here's what's happening. You're in the back seat in a straight jacket in a baby chair. And the three other folks are fighting for the wheel. Visualize folks. Visualize. They're fighting and they're going and you're going a hundred miles an hour crashing everywhere. Your relationships could be off kilter. You don't really know yourself really well. Mm. You're afraid to step out and ask questions. You don't like we're. And so we're having this internal tug of war with ourselves, but it's because you're not in control because you're letting God. All right. Come on now. Come with it. Come with it. I hit it. No, I'm, not here to, I'm not listen, I'm not, I, here. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not here to push religion on nobody. Now, now it's perspectives and focus. Now it's my show. I have, now yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> I have a. I have a foundation. Yes. That that says I believe in God in the way He designed us as unique human beings. Yes, sir. God literally built in six days a whole bunch of stuff by saying it, but then He paused and took His time with us. He didn't just say a human B. He said, no, I'm going to make you out of my image. And guess what we going to do when we craft it? I'm going to show off my image by telling you, won't you go out there and go name all the animals? Won't you go out there and create some stuff? Won't you go out there and create another human? Why don't you go out there and continue to create? And God been showing off his unique design of his image ever since. But yet, but here's what happens. We forget we're made from a creator who said to us, go be fruitful and multiply. That wasn't just babies. I know we be saying that all the time, like, but they ain't, they ain't, <laughs> listen y'all. Make it play, we, brother. Like my pastor said, it ain't welfare. I understand what the game is. <laughs> what he was saying is, I literally gave you all of the components so that you can go do as I've done because you are my image. Why is it that every human being has a unique fingerprint? Mm. Mm. You, you just think you just you just think the stuff is just random. No, it's not. So why am I saying that? I'm saying that because when we get ourselves into these mental ruts where we're just aimlessly living, you're frustrating the very gift that God gave you. Because it should be just like exercising and working your muscle and creating muscle confusion and doing stuff. You should be exercising your gift to the point that it grows into something that is astronomical. Jeff Bezos just went and bought MGM for $8.5 billion on the cheap. That's true. Because the man mm -hmm. has been constantly using his brain and buying assets. Mm -hmm. Don't get mad at Jeff Bezos. We should be upset at ourselves that we have not been exercising our brain as long as he has. That's true. Doesn't have to be at that level. Right. We, we don't have those means. It don't but, have to be at that level. You're but, right. But get but but get out there and utilize the, a, a good friend of mine. Melanie Dianhouse says, don't let your gifts go ungiven. Right? Man, you cannot. Because I, I said this one day and I, I was, I was I, my son was late for school one morning. I was upset as usual. Drove him to school. I'm driving home. I drive past the same cemetery every day. OK. But for some reason on this day, I stopped at the cemetery. And I'm like, what's at the cemetery? And it was like, audibly, I heard, and this was my translation, some people send their dreams to the cemetery ahead of their due date. Make, make me and say they so, live man. their lives mm. as zombies. 
Y'all, y'all listening what, to this, right? Y'all listening to this, right? <laughs> here's what's crazy, James. Now, this, this is what this is, and this is just my weird brain because I come on with these moments. Come with it. I'm standing there looking. So I went live and I just did it in my stories. And I and what was what was what was interesting to me about it was okay. If I'm sending my dreams ahead of that time, I have to literally suppress the very nature of God who made me a creator for the rest of my life. That's why you frustrated. That's why, that's why, like, so like, and, and this is my challenge to Chris. I'm not, I'm not telling anybody what you have to do. I'm telling you the way I, I'm just trying to give you like a little bit of like the way I, the way I mm. process stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why I challenge myself in my own marriage. Cause what I know is the day I married my wife five years from now, I better be five years better. Mm-hmm. When you see me in 2018, James, the 2022 Chris Williams better be three years better. <laughs> he better aspects. not be the same guy that you met in 2018. Because if aspects. that's the case, Chris, you're not moving. And here's what I found out. Most people live from the last thing that hurt them instead of towards the thing they ultimately want. Ooh, <laughs> wait. Man, we we look, buckle in, man. We we, we might keep going, because listen, that that right there, those Bishop Oliver, thank you for joining us, sir. That right there, right, and I love this, right? Challenges, right? These are the conversations, and I, I just I just wanted to set some context and reset the room just a little bit. Kevin <laughs> Cox talk about keep going, right? But th- these are the conversations that I really think, and this is what I wanted to talk about a minute ago. Why is it that men don't have these conversations about about moving forward about progression about fellowship about taking care of each other about support all of those things why is it we're so stubborn i can guarantee you your wife has a group of a partners that she hangs out with she she's got her clique she's got her friends and they they go out and they take care of themselves and they go out and they talk and they you know converse and, and things of like that and 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 she's whole and she's good why is it so difficult for men to man up and have these conversations amongst ourselves. Why is it so hard for, and I'm not saying me, but why is it so hard for me to call you, Chris, in the middle of the night? And I'm saying not me, because I did this to all y'all last night at about 11 o'clock at night. Why is it so hard to call out and say, Chris, you doing okay? Is there anything that I can help you with? I mean, what what's going good? What's good? How, how can we help? Right? Why is that such a challenge for, for males? I, this is something that I, that I that I debate with all the time, and I'm trying I'm trying to change the conversation and change the tide because yeah. we don't take care of ourselves. Again, this is one of those awkward conversations. I talk a lot about mental health. I talk about uh, social impact, and also talk about men taking care of themselves from a mental, spiritual, physical, financial perspective. Why 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 are we so slow? Because unfortunately, many of us grew up surviving, and you don't turn off survival. It just morphs. It matures. So, our our, our explain that. Explain our, that. Our pro. It's our program. Like I grew up in a. I grew up in a. I grew up in a poor neighborhood. Hmm. I grew up. Mama worked nine to five, six thirty to eleven, every day. My mama didn't come to no basketball game, no track meet. She barely made it to my eighth grade and high school graduation because she had to work. Not knocking my mom. I'm just saying life wasn't easy, man. And so when you grow up in these um, toxic environments, when you grow up surviving, we think 
because we're no longer there, it's gone. No, it's still in you if you're not processing. Like, hmm. if you don't... I, I went to counseling for three and a half years of my life. I even think about going back just to get the, the checkup. You know how we take our car in? Why we take our car in more times to go check in on us? Come on That's now. Stupid, oh, anyway. oh, shoot. Come, let, me, like, let me drop some like, more sound effects. For Come on now. I'm okay. just I'm just saying, like, I, I literally think about this stuff because yeah. I'm going... Am I healthy enough for my wife? Wow. Am I healthy enough to manage the money? Am I healthy enough that when things go wrong, do I know my emotional design and my makeup and where I got flaws so I can tell my wife, hey, babe, hold me accountable over here because I'm, you know, do am I healthy enough to lay down with her and go, babe, I don't know what I'm doing. Am I Ooh. healthy enough to say, yo, I'm good. I can go, I can go grab another brother, right? I don't, you don't know sometimes. Sometimes you don't know, right? Like, Am I healthy enough that if James called me and said, hey, Chris, I saw you posted something. You better take that down right now. Am I healthy enough to realize he ain't saying it because he's trying to be mm. mean. He's mm. trying to protect me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and so I think what happens is because we grow up surviving and we grow up being taught, I personally, this is just me. I personally believe we're taught out of God's design for relationship. We're taught by media more than the way God designed. Look at how God, look at, look at any story in the Bible and look at, especially when Jesus was walking, look at how his relationships was while he was walking the earth. What part was he interested in a person walking solo? What part was he interested in like, well, going over there with that. I ain't, I ain't trying to hear that. I'm over here with my thing. Right. Right. What part, mm. what part was he willing to do that? Mm -hmm. What part after he left and gave his spirit, did they not go and take care of the people? What part, like, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying if I look at the real design, the way God designed relationships and I look at the way sometimes we do it, I'm like, that's not how it was meant to be. It was, it was meant that I should have a direct connection, mental, spiritual signal to James if something's going on and I can pick it up real quick and go, hey, I need to call my brother. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what's wrong. It don't, I don't need to know. Yeah. I need to call you, him. You, you just know something. You just, it's, it's time, it's time to make that call. Right. I, I hear you. I get you. Cause guess who do have it? Women good at that, bro. That's what I'm talking. <laughs> bro. <laughs> A woman will call, like, yo, a woman will pull your coattail real quick and be like, hey, I've been, I've I been just pulled want you to know many times. Yeah. And I, I need you to, like, okay, cool. All right. And you, and you know those moments because you know not to argue with them. You're like, all right, well, all right. Mm -hmm. She clearly, she coming for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> we got to develop that. I don't think it's a woman thing. I think it's we're just out of tune. That's it. That's all. That's it. So here's the, here's the challenge. And I, I, I want to bring this comment up before I make this. And hopefully I don't forget. I'm, I'm getting yeah. old. Uh, Quint's talking about social media now for many probably also really hinders things. Mm -hmm. uh, safe space of being home and alone can be hard for many when they can't detach from that part of life. That's a very Ooh, interesting we. point. That's a very Ooh, interesting point right there, brother. Good Lord. That's, that's three hours conversation right there. I see. There you go. 53 years old. I don't forgot what I was going to say. Uh, the challenge for us <laughs> that I, that I want to put out there. And again, y'all saw it. I'm, I'm not making this up. I, you can check your, you, you see it on your WhatsApp from last night, 1130 at night. 
I really want to challenge men to reach out to folks within their sphere of influence, within their circles, and just honestly, truthfully, consciously, just check in on your brothers, right? Just, just don't, 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 you don't, you don't, don't do it for any, you know, ulterior motive. Mm-hmm. Do it strictly from the heart because you care, because I can guarantee you, your, 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 your homie, your partner, your friend, your, your dude that you haven't seen or talked to. And I'm really conscious of this, especially with, with the way that the world is for these last two years. When the planet stopped, a lot of folks went through even more of a mental crisis mm-hmm. from being mm-hmm. separated from friends, relationships, and things of that nature. So I, I really want to mm-hmm. challenge folks who are listening to this. If you're getting value from this conversation, and I see it in the comments that folks are loving the, the, the context that you're bringing, reach out to a brother, reach out to someone that you know that you haven't talked to in a while. Send them a text. You know, if, look, if you don't feel comfortable calling them, send a text message, send an email, Just, but do something. Because I know you're thinking yeah. about them. Because before you know it, unfortunately, that person is not going to be on the other end of that line or not going to be at the other end of that phone. And it's going to be too late. Don't don't mess around and wait before it's too long. Somebody told me a great quote. Um, one of my business partners, they said. Uh, hmm. They said, I am enough. I just didn't do enough. And I think that has stuck with me all pandemic. Hmm. If for nothing else but seeing too many people either lose their life or take their own life. Yeah. Y'all take that for what it's worth. But I, listen, man, I'm, I am. And I guess I'm more aware of it because I'm just trying to make sure I'm healthy. If I can't, if I don't put my oxygen mask on first, I can't help you. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I can't. Ain't nothing I can do. I'm gonna pass out before I come help you. Mm -hmm. So I'm realizing like, yeah, I want to achieve a lot. Of course I do. Who who doesn't, man? Right. Like, yeah, you know, like, uh, yeah, I want to achieve a lot. But I think you got to achieve in phases and you got to know what real achievement is. Like, mm. you, some of us don't understand that some part of the reason why we might not be getting the monetary blessing that we want is because we haven't become the person that can have that yet. Wow, we're not ready for it. By the way, that's a spiritual thing. That has nothing to do. I, I, I was getting ready to say, I, I was it's getting not, ready to go down that like, road. Yeah. I don't want nobody to like feel like, oh, but I'm working hard. Do you know you could be working hard at the wrong thing? Mm-hmm. Putting all this time. Okay, now putting all, all this, this effort in. That don't even. It ain't getting you nowhere. So, so now what? We now you frustrated because you've been working so hard. You mad at How yourself? How that work? You mad? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm mad at Chris because I'm not doing right. No, no, you're just doing the wrong thing, James. And you sh- and then you and you know better. You eight know eight better. out of ten times, we know better. We know when we're going down a dead end street. Yep. And that's the crazy part. Like to keep with your driving analogy, you know that when you put in the GPS and it tells you to get off of this exit, but you keep going because you want to go your way. Okay, fine. <laughs> Don't get mad at the GPS though, bro. Like it ain't. <laughs> Don't get mad because we got to reroute and it's going to take you longer to get to your destination because right. you wanted to do it your way. Mm. By the way, <laughs> God had a GPS for the children of Israel when he brought them out of Egypt. And that's why a seven day journey took 40 years. We can talk about that later though. This man, right? Let's see. Y'all, y'all thought we was playing, man. That, ooh. We talk about that later. That's whole, there's a whole principle. 
comfortable behind that. Like that scares me. I'm saying about life. Yes. Meaning like, you know, so I like, man. We're gonna do a panel of discussion with that because I'm, I'm gonna bring in I'm gonna bring in all you minds, all all, all you high end scholars, and we're gonna talk about that. Listen, <laughs> brother, let me. I want to. Ooh, this is this has been amazing, fantastic. I I, I want to key in on one last thing here before we go because again, you you're doing some things um, on the professional side which are commendable, just amazing, right? And 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 today, kind of as I preface before we went online, you had something in your Facebook story where you mentioned, and again, I'm a quote, you are getting ready to go somewhere in your live yeah. streams. Now, you are getting ready to go somewhere in your live streams. Give us a, give us a preview of, of what you can. I, I don't want you to, you, you don't have to let the whole cat out the bag. You don't, you don't have to go yeah, yeah. non-disclosure, but, but tell us where, tell us where, where your mindset is going. Tell, tell us where you got that navigation pointed, if you don't mind. Uh, it's my business coach. I will not reveal my business coach right now just cause, um, uh, it, yeah, I just, I, I, right now I can't, you know, reveal that part. Uh, but I will say this, um, I have learned, I mentioned this earlier and I said, I found that I'm monetizable. The reason why, you know, Everybody has an opportunity to build something great in their own life and create lasting change is because you have your own thoughts. You are one of 7.4 billion people on the planet. Yes, everybody could talk about success, but they ain't, they ain't you. Yes, everybody could talk about your your particular within your particular realm of work, but they're not you. And too many of us are not willing to be us and stand on that that thing and go out there and present ourselves uh, to the world. And I said today on my live that uh, I was I was with my business coach this week. I was doing some stuff and it dawned on me and I was like, oh, there's something that some people don't realize that I could help them see that I now figured out. So if you so dare to join me when I go live from now on, whether it's on my uh, stories or whether it's in Facebook, YouTube, whatever, um, you're going to have to be there live. There will be no replays. But I'm going to tell you this, what I'm about to unpack and what I'm about to share will be business things that I am learning from some very wealthy people and opportunities that give us the chance in our own lives to take the next step. There's a book I'm going to recommend everybody read. It's 37 pages, by the way. So don't like short circuit because I told you to read a book. It's called You Squared. It's a very thin book. But I want you to read that before you join my, one, in one of my next lives. Because <laughs> when you get on there and you see what I'm talking about, you're going to realize real quick, oh, he's doing something different. Yeah. And it's only going to be live. I will tell people how they will be able to get access to the lives at a much later date, but I'm getting ready to do some stuff that I have not yet shared. I got some new things that I've been working on. And I was like, man, um, I was going to wait until I put together um, uh, a different challenge to add some stuff. But I was like, nah, people need to get this information. Now I need to give people the opportunity to go and test this stuff for themselves. Yeah. And go get your own doggone results. 
so mm. that that way you can prove to yourself that you're right, not prove me. Do do you do you realize? I know I keep bringing up these principles, but I'm I'm reading the Bible and I'm reading some of these other books, so this stuff is it just hits me. Do you realize Jesus sent His Spirit not to make Himself look good, but to prove that you could do it too? <laughs> go back to mm. when the, the 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 go back to when the apostles they could not drive out the spirit, and He said, "Man, y'all, how long it's gonna take y'all?" <laughs> Jesus was a little frustrated. <laughs> He drove the spirit out. Okay, we move on. Right now, Jesus is on the cross. He dies. Three, day, three days later, he shows back up. Then he told him, I'm going to leave something with you. I'm going to leave you my spirit. Why? What's the one line you need to remember in that? Because you shall do greater works. Now, if you're them at that time, you got to be thinking to yourself, hold on, Jesus, you done, you done, you done spit in somebody's face. You done, you done like, hold on, brother. That's You done a lot now. Hold on. I, I'm, I'm going to do what? Yeah. Yeah. And when you read the Bible, boy, did they. And we've been doing it ever since. So what I'm going to be sharing in my life is showing you just how powerful you are. But I got to help. I got to help you understand why. Part of our issue is if you knew your expiration date, mm. Come I guarantee on now. you, you would live different. Come on now. Because it could be tonight. Dion Cole made a joke one day about this. Yeah. If you go watch his last special. He did it actually here in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I went to go see it. It was dope. But he had a line in there, bro, that made me want to leave that place. Wow. He said, okay, most people live today 70, right? He said, that's the average age. Well, uh, if you 40, how many summers you got left? <laughs> I said, oh. Ooh. Take the air out of the room, boy, because it make you think real quick. Bruh. Wow. And we sitting around here talking about, oh, I got time. I'll do it next week. I'll make. We don't understand just how much we're supposed to maximize that dash between born date and expiration date. Wow. Going back to what I said in the beginning. we. So I'm going to be sharing how yeah. you do that. Awesome. I'm going to show you. I'm going to be doing it live. My last one was kind of a tee up because I talked about the fact that Multiple streams of income is a lie. <laughs> you you did. I, I I was writing notes down on on, on napkins, and I said, "No, we we gonna talk about this tonight for sure." I was writing down my notes, and that that's why I put up. I don't, I don't know if you know this is the best hub your your link tree site because yeah, it's got yep. all of your links. So I will make sure that this is in the description, folks, so you can keep up with Chris from that side. His podcast is listen. This this is where it's happening as well. All of its video content. So the world according to Chris podcast again i will put that in the in the links as well so you can follow this man because uh, again hopefully you got some value out of this conversation because this, this is again where i am really trying to raise that level raise out of that noise and have these types of hard-hitting conversations that either make a light come on make you get mad make you get frustrated good but make you want to jump into action Right. Make make you want to jump into action. Where can we find you, Chris? Kevin is saying I'll put this in the uh, like I say, in, in the comments, man. But uh, tell you what, let me let's do this, Chris. Let's go. I'm going to have you shut it down. Tell the folks how they can find you. But again, all, all of those links will be in the description. But I, I'm going to have your link right here as well. So, yeah, yeah. My link tree. You can find that. You can go on IG, the T.H.E. Christopher Williams. That's all of my stuff. Facebook, Instagram, uh, 
uh, youtube.com forward slash TWAC. You can find me there or the Christopher Williams. Either one goes to YouTube. Uh, that's where you can find uh, my information. It's, 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 well, fairly simple because my name is Chris Williams. I had to finagle some stuff and grab some stuff to make it simpler. But the Christopher Williams on IG, you go to my link tree. It's got everything there. The show notes will be below this. And let me say this before we bounce. Um, James, that what you are doing today, 10 years from now, people will have to archive as a pinnacle in this space because this is not the norm. One day it will be. But here's what's funny about the norm. We know we got electricity, but there's one person we got to point back to because we got it. That's how I see the space of what you're doing right now with uh, perspective and perspectives and focus. That's what I see what you're doing today is there's going to be a time and space where this is normalized. Right. And somebody's got to go, well, where did this start? Where where are some of those anchors and some of those pillars that kind of kicked it? off and this is one of those spaces man like the interviews that you do the I, i'll even put it like this the fact that you even open up a space for that to happen right um so that people can talk about things and the audience can walk away with a a new perspective right and i would say i'll say this lastly um I am a fan of anybody who promotes diversity. Hmm. And I mean that in every form that exists. Hmm. I think it's time out for us looking for sameness. I don't think we're going to heal that way. I don't think we're going to get any better that way. I think it takes us listening to somebody else who doesn't think like us, who might not look like us, who might, but that person has their hand out and they're extending it and they're saying, I'm willing, but you got to meet me halfway. <laughs> right? I'm telling you right now, if Oprah called my phone and say, Chris, I'm willing to give you 30 minutes, but you had to come here to Indiana. I'm knocking on her door before we hang up. <laughs> I'm not asking no questions. Truth. I'm not, I'm not going to debate with her about what she said to me. Truth. And, and so I just applaud you for being uh, a, a man in your own right. You stand your own ground. You've constantly been consistent. No matter what platform I've seen you on, no matter what you've done, it's noble, man. And um, I, I need you to keep doing this because I'm watching. I be paying attention <laughs> and I be taking notes because I'm like, this brother, man, that there was one episode I was watching. I'll tell you about it offline, but I was watching one episode you was in and I was like, I, I was getting ready to upload my episode and I didn't. I just tell you that because I was like, man, this this guy over here, man. I thought I was doing something. This cat, man, he got me. Like I I I got to go back to the drawing board. But it but I'm I'm saying that's why in my hashtag when I did the post, I said collaboration, not competition. Because mm. you forced me to like, like, oh, you got a bro, you got to think like this, this dude over here is like putting the, you're putting together a network. Like this is something that people are gonna watch. Do you realize that? Like, going to the days of USB and VHS. Y'all don't know about none of that. Nah, Old school. Y'all don't know Old school. But, <laughs> Old school. <laughs> but, but, but this is content that gives life. And that's, there's, there's a whole new space for this kind of stuff, man. And you, and you out here, like, you out here forcing the issue. That's what's crazy. Mm. Like, yeah, you forcing the issue. 
I appreciate dope, that. Bro. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. And that that's it's conscious. It's 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 humbling to hear someone see the vision of what I'm striving to do one percent better every every month, right? And so I appreciate you on that, folks. Listen, man, this this, this was where this is what it's all about. Chris Williams is in the building. Stay with him because this man is doing big things. He's going big places, and I thank you to the audience for for joining. Please share this out because uh, I can guarantee you don't have to admit it, but I can guarantee you got some gym, some nugget from this conversation right here. And I will make sure that uh, I bring Chris Williams back on after he drops these major drop, these major bombs and on his live streams. Brother, I appreciate you. Stay on for a minute. Let's talk about it afterwards. Thank you all. We out.